Hi, everybody. This is Jeff Feingold, editor of New Hampshire Business Review. Welcome to Down to Business, our weekly podcast. This Today, we have a special broadcast. We have invited our boss, Ernesto Byrne, <laughs> our publisher, to lay down the law on remote working. As, you, as I'm sure almost all of you listening to this are doing, you probably are working remotely or are making plans to work remotely. And what or what we're going to talk to with, with Ernesto about is just the, the idea of looking at this, what, what does this mean for employers and also for employees? So first of all, uh, Ernesto, welcome. Thanks very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me on. And uh, and thanks for, for, for playing along with this remote working podcast. <laughs> That's right. There we are. Because I was speaking, speaking from working from my remote uh, abode. So that's where I am. And I know yeah. Ernesto's in the office, so God bless I, him. You know, I am, but but I am still socially distancing. Um, <laughs> the uh, there are very few of us here in the office uh, at McLean and and at our uh, uh, broader uh, company, which is uh, Yankee Publishing Incorporated, uh, of which we are a wholly owned subsidiary. Uh, we we crafted um, very quickly. Uh, in response to this issue, a, a remote working policy uh, that is uh, allows really um, any employee who, who is capable of performing uh, their work uh, elsewhere, uh, you know, from home uh, to do that. So, uh, so many people have taken advantage of that, and uh, we can talk about the the ways that that is going smoothly as of today. Actually, you took my first question away from me. So why don't you answer it <laughs> since you asked it yourself? Okay. Well, well, so is it going smoothly? Is that yes. the question? Is it going smoothly? I know it's going smoothly from my perspective. It is. And I think, you know, one of the interesting things about, uh, you know, about what we do, which is publishing and ad sales and design, there, there is a lot of opportunity to, to be able to hunker down with a laptop and uh, some technology and get your work done wherever you are. Um, those of us who've spent their whole careers in the media have, covered events uh, remotely and, and, you know, done, uh, traveled and, and had to continue working during travel and, and everything else. So this isn't totally new, but I think things are going very smoothly here. We just had a, a sales meeting with one of our brands this morning um, with everybody on video chat. And uh, it, it, I would say it went just as smoothly as an in-person meeting. And um, I, I think video is a big part of the reason why, uh, why we're able to do that. That's a really good point. Could you tell what what did you use for the, for the video? Did you use Zoom or was there any or just uh, multiple FaceTimes or how do you do nope. that? Nope. So, so um, one of the things that we implemented last month, um, and it, I'd like to claim that it was prescient, uh, but it, but it wasn't. It, we obviously knew nothing. We didn't have a sense of how serious the the situation was going to get um, in terms of people. Uh, quarantining and social distancing, but but we did implement last month uh, Microsoft Teams across our entire uh, organization at McLean, and Teams uh, is a lot like Slack. It's, a, it's an instant messaging tool that also allows you to share files, and it also allows you to instantly video chat with one or more people. So, and that, that's really interesting, and, and, they can, and people can find out more information about it, I assume, by just Googling Microsoft Teams? Absolutely, and and it's. Well, worth should, I say, should I say binging Microsoft Teams? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of <laughs> adding insult to injury to, to Google Microsoft Teams. That's right. But 
I would say, uh, you know, we, we have teams, um, it works particularly well because we are in a Microsoft uh, Office 365 environment um, anyway. But even if you're not, Teams can, you, you can use Teams and it's free. So, um, or there is a free version of Teams that allows you to do the kind of things I was just talking about, whether, whether it's um, chat, file sharing, or video chatting. Now, in, in, when you came up with a policy at Yankee, because I think this is probably of interest to most other businesses, how long, a time, how long did it take for you for, for the leadership of Yankee Publishing to come up with the idea, okay, we have to work remotely? Was it a matter of, was it a no-brainer? Was there a, was there a bigger discussion about it? Um, I, I think it was, I think at the time that, that we made the decision, it was, it was pretty clear that, that that would make sense to do, that, it was, uh, that people were capable of doing it, that it was in the best interests of uh, public health in general, and also that it was in the best interests of our own um, team's uh, morale and, and uh, you know, their own mental health. You know, we, we, we didn't want to put uh, people who were feeling potentially deeply anxious, uh, it, we didn't want to make that worse. Um, and so, so it didn't, you know, from my perspective, it wouldn't have made sense to, uh, uh, to have people have to come here to do something that they could just as easily do at home and, and compound uh, an anxiety. Um, yeah. Did what, the discussion, what, what were, the, were there discussions about certain like legal obligations? I'm thinking like workers' comp, stuff like that. I mean, yes. What, what, how, how did that play out? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think it played out efficiently and practically, but, but those are considerations and those are considerations, you know, that, that, that workers, uh, who, who may be, um, you know, moving into a remote working situation, uh, you know, they may, you know, be asked to, to sign a form, um, from human resources, uh, sort of indicating the terms of remote working, you know, their managing of their equipment, things like that. And, and a lot of those, uh, as I understand it is, are really specific to, um, employment law. And, and so human resources, you know, I'm not a human resources person, but the human resources team will, will sort of guide companies through what you have to do to make sure that people are covered, um, when, when they're operating on your behalf as a company uh, from their own house. Yeah, because actually one of the other uh, issues that that's, uh, came up was a, uh, Cam Schilling, who's an attorney over at McLean Middleton, he wrote an art, uh, piece for us that's on our website on nhbr.com on specific concerns involving cybersecurity with people working from home remotely. And uh, that's, you know, that, that was, that's really an interesting thing to think about because most people, or maybe not most, but a lot of people just kind of just winging along on their Xfinity or wherever they, whatever, or Comcast or what, you know, whatever, whatever their provider is. And, uh, they don't, it's not a concern when they're, when they're thinking about just uh, doing things like uh, watching something on Netflix, but it, but it is something that employers need to be considering. I mean, is that something that, that you guys have discussed? Uh, yes. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, there are definitely, um, there are definitely technology security considerations. Um, you know, it, 
it's important uh, for people to be aware of the difference between working on their own machines versus company-issued machines, uh, whether or not somebody's coming into, say, accessing the network uh, via VPN. Um, obviously, there you have a different kind of security than if you were just accessing files directly. Um, but then also, we have, um, you know, within our corporate email system, we do have uh, a spam catching programs that, that will also be filtering for uh, potential malware or viruses, things like that, uh, that, are, that are coming into the email system. Yeah, because that, that is a major, major concern about, you know, that I would think that, that employers should be having, especially because so many employers will be online and, and working on uh, with, with issues, talking about services, products, whatever, uh, customers, uh, that you don't, you really want to keep that information as uh, secure as possible. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, when... One of the other things I've noticed in our policy, which I'm sure is not unusual, is that there's no business travel, that they it's been discouraged or, or just there's no just a ban on it at Yankee. Is that basically how I perceive that? Yes, I mean for for right now, um, and and you know one of the things about the the I think the policy that we issued is is that it is also um, it's clearly a thing that's that's designed to be. A living document that, that adjusts as situations change. So, um, but but for the moment, you know, we we did ask uh, all salespeople uh, to make sales calls uh, by phone or by email or by video chat, uh, but but not to go visit customers. And and the same for um, reporters covering stories. You know, yes, I yeah. yeah. I mean, because I well, I just know from our perspective, uh, you know, we're doing stuff by phone. And which is fine, but a lot of times you're trying to call people at their offices and they're not there, so we've run into that kind of a situation. But people have been pretty helpful in helping us get con get get in touch with the sources we're trying to talk to. And the other thing is that with the uh, legislature, you know, on suspension, uh, that helps out in terms of uh, someone like Bob Sanders, who spends a lot of time at the state house during the week. Uh, we don't have to worry about that right now. Right, <laughs> not going right. in there. So uh, that, that's, that's something that, you know, it, that's what's concerning. Actually, it was interesting uh, um, for, uh, for a, uh, one of the Q&As that were running upcoming, I needed a photo. So I asked the freelancer if she was still taking photos. And she said, yes, she was. What kind of photo was? And I said it was basically a photo of a guy, of someone, you know, in an environmental thing, not like a good close-up or anything. And she said, that's fine. I can take that when I'm six, standing six feet away. Right. So I said, okay, that's fine. I mean, I don't want to, I'm not asking you to, to put your, you know, your health at risk. And she said, no problem. She said she has no problem saying no. So I did that, but it was one of the strangest things in email exchanges for me saying, are you taking photos to a photographer? Right. And, uh, you know, and obviously we had, a, and, she, and she understood completely what I, what I was talking about. So. Uh, right. And yeah. And I, I mean, I think it, that's an interesting point because, you know, Photography is one of the things that you you can't do remotely. No, uh, you, you have to. I mean, depending on how long your zoom lens is, uh, you can be <laughs> remote. Yeah, one of those Spiderlight uh, cameras they have at the, you know the NSA has or something. Yeah, but but there are. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it occurs to me. Um, you know, there's a certain amount of uh, privilege 
uh, that comes with having a position that allows you to rem- work remotely and, and maybe a certain amount of guilt that comes with that <laughs> when you look at folks uh, who can't do that. And I think about, you know, the people manning the, the, the cash registers at the yeah. Walgreens and the Rite Aids and the other pharmacies and, you know, the, the people at the hospitals and the people at the grocery stores and, um, you know, the people, uh, you know, doing uh, the sanitation workers, uh, picking up the garbage. Uh, these things have to go on. Yeah, absolutely, and and that and that's another whole concern for uh, for those kind of uh, businesses because really, uh, the more contact your employees have with uh, other people, uh, the greater the risk. And I'm thinking it specifically of like uh, you know going to a supermarket and dealing with the cashier who who's you know who's at the cash register handling money and, you know, helping to bag goods and all this stuff and taking credit cards and all those things. That's, that, you know, I, I, that's a, that's a, that's something that I know our uh, employers are thinking about because, you know, it's the risk of their employees and of their customers. And, uh, you know, you don't want to, you don't want, you don't want to have that, you don't want to risk that situation. Right. And I, it totally parenthetical, uh, observation, uh, I, Curious how this uh, this particular situation impacts longer term people's use of cash in yes. general versus credit cards. Credit cards are a lot easier to uh, to disinfect, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, well, actually, in, in many cases, you, you do it yourself. In yeah. almost all cases nowadays, you put it into the machine and, and do it yourself, except on a few occasions. And and uh, that's a really good point because I think that that's that's already. Uh, been a discussion that I've read in my various news sources that I read during the day, and, yeah. and that this could be the end of cash, and it could be the end of some other some other uh, things we're we're so used to that we, that we don't really even we don't even think about. But you know, just the idea of uh, of people thinking or not thinking about uh, you know the safe the health and sanitation, and like let's say, and I'm not picking on this because I am a frequent goer to to one myself of gyms. And how easily yes. viruses can be spread. I think people are going to have are going to be rethinking that kind of relationship going forward once we get through this thing, because yes. this is this is this is like this is in, in psychologically this is like nine eleven. It right. is like you know fight crash. It's like it just it, this two thousand eight crash. It's just something that's going to change your whole psyche. Yes. Uh, well, I, and at the very least, you know, I I I too like to go to the gym and hope that that. Yeah, that they reopen and the and yes. and maybe maybe just people wipe down the equipment a little bit more uh, I, uh, uh, carefully. I'm hoping that that's the result. So, um, so uh, all right. Can I turn it around and ask you a question? You may you may certainly do it. You you know you're the boss, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and put you on the spot at the same time. Uh-oh. But but there's a point to all this. So so what are you wearing, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a hooded sweatshirt that says ny across on it uh-huh. and i'm wearing some uh, meter uh, like old running pants all right so th- and the socks. Re- so my feet are not naked <laughs> so the, the reason i ask is that that i think is a point of discussion that comes up for people um, working remotely and if you survey the the literature um you you often get uh the recommendation of folks to 
continue to dress and groom yeah, professionally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you, but you're leaving out on sets. That this is how I look when I go to the office. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. So you, you have not changed your routine at all. Um, that that is a point. That is a point. But, but you know, and, and I guess the, the point is the, um, that that is going to help set a mindset for you, you know, or, or to keep some sense of normality in your day. You know, if you get up and, um, and you know, whatever dressed up was for you or whatever you typically wear to work, if you continue to wear that and, you know, get yourself ready in the same way, does that help create a, a good mindset, you know, that, that things are, at least in this small way, still normal? That's a, that's a very good point. But I, I just have to say this, though. I've been, I, for many years in the early 90s, about four years, I worked as a freelancer, mostly from home. So like, this is like not new to me. I've been doing it, you know, obviously over the years since then, as technology has improved, I've been able to spend more time working at home. Certainly when I lived up in New London and the weather was bad, I was able to finally get the, the uh, privilege. I have to say this was a privilege to be able to work at home when, when, you know, when it was, when it was two feet of snow on the ground. So it's not something that I'm, I'm, I'm it's not, it's not like a new uh, phenomenon to me, but right. I do understand what you're saying, and I think that that's probably true, especially it's, for I, people who have never experienced it before. Yeah, I have. I, it's a vague memory, um, and and I probably should have looked it up in advance, but a vague memory of some story about British uh, POWs in yeah. either World War One or World War Two, who uh, the officers continued to get up and shave and and take care of their uniforms, and you know, essentially maintain their standards of hygiene um and it and it somehow uh helped them stay more positive and and stay saner really during um you know during what was an incredible trial for them yeah absolutely makes sense absolutely does now i have i have a question for you okay we have about well we have over 30 employees at mclean something like that and what considering so many of them, I think today you said there were about six people in the office today out of all that? I, I think seven. Six, seven. Uh, seven. So we're, we're definitely under 10. Okay. Now, how, how, what are you doing to communicate with everybody? Is it, I know you, we're using Teams, but just for the people that, who, you know, there are employees who don't have interactions with other people very often, you know, is, is there some way, some plan of saying, well, Hi, everybody. Here's an update for what's happening today or, you know, this is what's going to be going on in the next couple of days, whatever. Is that, is that something that you're considering doing or yeah. uh, please don't say you've done it because I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, I am. I am. Not, I, I still have a long list of to do's for today. And uh, but one of them is to um, I, I want to communicate both with our readers today, yes. um, also with our advertisers, and then and then absolutely with the team. Um, you probably saw a note go out yesterday that that um, from our office manager reminding everybody that I really really would like everybody to be on Teams throughout the day, um, not not so that they can be, um, you know bothered where they're trying to take a lunch break or anything. And, and actually teams is really good because you can, uh, you can set something that says, Hey, I'm taking my 
uh, time for lunch right now. Be back. And then you can essentially ignore those messages while, you know, people know where you are. Yeah. But, but, um, but I do want to communicate through teams frequently to everyone and, and then overall work with the managers here to make sure that everybody is implementing a policy of over communicating. Um, and then, and then also, uh, there will, uh, as soon as I figure out exactly how to engineer a company-wide meeting via Teams, we'll do that too. That'll be fun. Yes, it could be. Maybe it'd be uncharted like a, territory. You know, a giant wall of faces. We we had a, like I said, we had a great sales meeting this morning, and and um, you know, it was it was really good to see everybody's face, and I I think that that people were um, people thought it was, dare I say, fun. Wow, was it, I mean, it was all the salespeople from all the different publications. No, no, it was uh, it was one of our brands. We we oh. had our New Hampshire Magazine sales meeting this. Morning. Oh, okay. So so it was the salespeople, the sales manager, the 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 um, operations sales operations person, and and yeah, it was a really good meeting. So you were able to see if they were all dressed appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was dressed appropriately, but I was not taking, um, I was not making fashion notes. I, I, I think that that, 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 um, that, that whole get dressed in a way, you know, what, whatever your morning routine usually is, I think that's more about you as an individual, um, you know, and, and maintaining your own sense of, of normalcy than it, then it's something I'm, I'm not checking up on how people are dressing. No, I was, I was, I was being facetious. (laughs) I I have an excuse. I'm from Brooklyn. So that's basically, you know, a reflex action. Yeah. So you, how are you feeling about this whole Tom Brady thing, Jeff? (laughs) (laughs) I told you that in, uh, in Buffalo, they had to (laughs) issue a warning to people to not gather in mass crowds because uh, the, uh, people are so enthrilled up there thinking that they actually might even win the AFC East this year. They're already, already, they're already putting it in their calendar. So the mayor had to say, please, no crowds of more than 10 people. So mm. that makes sense. Makes I, and, sense. I, and as someone from New York football, you know, watching, following New York football teams, I'm not as hopeful as others that this will benefit either of them because they have such a mess right now. <laughs> I don't yes. know. Yeah. Anyway, but, well, so, you know, it does it occurs to me, too, just to go back to your other question, you know, how to communicate with everybody. And I said over communicate should be the, the rule of thumb. Yes. And I, I think it should be for managers because because people are, you know, even if even setting aside the complexities of work, just life right now is very anxiety inducing. Yes. And, and uh, I think people need to be reassured and, and everybody in the world feels more reassured when they, when they hear from uh, the person they work for and, and have a sense that things are going well. Um, so, and, and, you know, for me, that's the other thing that, that I've been trying to, to communicate to everybody on the staff, uh, whether they report to me or, or not directly, um, is that, that I'm available. Uh, you know, my uh, messaging applications and video chatting tools are turned on all the time. So um, not, not that I don't sleep, but, but I want people to be very comfortable reaching out to me if they need to talk. And, uh, and 
you know, and, and if they have uh, great ideas, this is another time where as a company, you know, just like every other company in the country right now, um, you know, we're going to be faced with challenging situations and there's an opportunity for great ideas uh, to, to, to come from everyone on the team. And I'm hoping that, you know, people use these communication tools to, to be able to say, oh, how about this? You know, very good. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to, first of all, I want to thank you very much, Ernesto, for, for talking with us. And I feel, I feel more calm about this. <laughs> no. uh, anyway, well, uh, I, no, I want to thank Ernesto Burden, a publisher McLean, of New Hampshire Business Review and the other publications of McLean Communications. And uh, contrary to belief, we were not sponsored by Microsoft Teams, but we want, you know, we did talk about it a lot, but it is worth checking that out or any other app. Or any oh, and, other and app Jeff, able to help you. yes, I, I realize you're wrapping up here, but yes, uh, but to your point, we weren't sponsored by Teams, and if people are looking for alternatives, um, Slack is another good yeah. one, and it has a free version. Uh, Google Chat also works really well, especially the last company I was at. We were in a, um, you know, we were in a. a G Suite environment as a corporate environment. And it was great. Your email's open and Google Chat is open all the time at the same time. So that works really well. For video calling, uh, in addition to Teams, uh, Zoom is something else that we use, uh, especially with external folks. Um, Google Hangouts is great. Skype is great. There are a bunch of other good ones. And then two small tips. Uh, one, one is that um, you know if you're, if you're doing video calling, uh, and you don't have a microphone and a headset because you're not a professional podcaster like Jeff. Fine <laughs> um, Apple earbuds work really well. You know, they have a mic built in and, and they work just fine. Um, and then uh, also for video calls, uh, don't have a light or a window right behind you. It's or you will look like you're in witness protection. <laughs> um, so, so try and get the light in front of your face. And uh, anyway, those, those were my last couple of little tips. Yeah, pro tips. And I have to say that those, those that was very good information, actually. So I hope people were writing that down because I forgot to, but I'll listen to this again. <laughs> but, but anyway, Vanessa, I want to thank you very much for joining us. And uh, this is Jeff Feingold from New Hampshire Business Review saying hope everybody stays safe and healthy. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs>